This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. The big media networks may not like Donald Trump, but they want him to win because he's good for clicks. He's good for publishing. He's good for selling newspapers. He's good for people getting people tuned in. Now, that stands in contrast to what other people are saying. Vanity Fair, in an article written by Brian Stelter, you remember Brian Stelter uh, from CNN when he was there. He used to host Reliable Sources. He wrote an article in Vanity Fair called The Great Presidential Election Two Now. And he chronicles why he thinks the day of cable news and why 2014, excuse me, 2024 will not be, uh, sorry, I got a nosebleed here. Bear with me. I will, it goes away quickly. Why 2024 will not be like 2016 in terms of ratings and the political media benefiting. And basically his column is about political burnout. And he says, look, you're probably thinking, you're probably feeling it. You might be feeling it so acutely that you're tempting to stop reading this sentence. But hear me out for a few paragraphs, because this sense of exhaustion may be the defining feature of the 2024 presidential election cycle. He points out how the Iowa caucus turnout numbers were weak. Ratings for the cable news coverage of the results were soft. Two primary debates ahead of New Hampshire were canceled, and these trend lines aren't suddenly going to turn around. He says the prospect of a rematch between President Biden and former President Trump is for untold millions the worst kind of return or the worst kind of rerun. And in poll after poll, Americans are saying they're underwhelmed by the 2024 candidates and unhappy about the political system as a whole. Some are terribly angry and motivated to vote and door knock and donate, but many are just tired. And he believes they're tuning out. Now, this is interesting because do you know who made a similar point on this program a couple of months ago? Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly was saying uh, years ago, he wrote it in his columns and said it on radio and in his commentaries, Bill O'Reilly said cable news was dying and that Trump, essentially, I'm paraphrasing, these are my words, not his, gave it a little bit of a dead cat bounce. Trump masked the broader problems with cable news. And as Lee Fong pointed out yesterday when we discussed this, Les Moonves was talking about Trump's candidacy in 2016, and he said Trump may not be good for the country But he's good for CBS and he did turn out to be good for CBS and The New York Times, which saw record subscriptions and The Washington Post and Fox News and MSNBC and CNN. And then when Trump left office, everybody went away in terms of viewership to those things. They fell back down to normal, I should say. And so that's where Lee Fong came in yesterday in saying that he thinks they actually want Trump to win. Because they want the clicks. 
or at least want him to be the nominee. So they get at least a short term burst of uh, money that comes with all those clips. But this Brian Stelter article is saying something very different. He's saying that for whatever reason, and he provides statistics and graphics, he's saying that for whatever reason, people don't care this year. People are watching football. People are watching a lot of other things. They're reading a lot of other things, but they're not into media coverage of this presidential race. So those are kind of the two arguments. And then I want to bring a third up, which I happen to encounter in the last day, because I think they're all all interesting. Because after listening to Lee Fong, I thought he was I thought he was very sound in what he said. Then in terms of reading this Brian Stelter interview, he made a pretty interesting case that maybe people are just bored. People don't want to see uh, the Trump Biden redux. They're just tired of this whole thing. I'll be honest. That's kind of the way I feel. It's one of the reasons I generally don't talk that much about Trump Biden and the presidential race. But here's what I thought was interesting. And it leads you to wonder if what Bill O'Reilly said is true is basically cable news dead. And then I came across this interesting article in Politico by Jack Schaefer. Jack Schaefer is an interesting writer. He's the senior media writer for Politico, and he's written commentary about the media industry and politics for decades. Used to be a columnist for Reuters and Slate. He knows the media business. But this was the headline in his piece yesterday. Old people love cable news and they vote. So he says... The predictions of cable news demise are dead wrong. And he went through everything that happened last year in the cable news sphere. He says cable news last year was having a terrible year, even before it was half over. You got Don Lemon fired by CNN boss Chris Licht. Then Chris Licht himself got the heave-ho. You have um, Tucker Carlson basically getting the same treatment from Fox News. Then you have Rupert Murdoch, the owner of Fox News, paying Dominion $787.5 million to vaporize their libel suit. Only MSNBC was spared the drama, but the ratings at MSNBC couldn't keep up with either Fox News or CNN. They saw a big, big dip. And there was all sorts of other bad news to report. Washington Post reports cable news is dying. A lot of other people, Financial Times talks about the existential crisis facing cable news. And basically what Jack Schaefer says is that these obituaries had been foreshadowed years ago by a feature in The Atlantic by Derek Thompson, who stacked the causes of cable news's demise as he predicted Fox's fall. He he talked about the demographic cliff that's going to swallow the network's core of elderly white male viewers. But... According to Schaefer, the recent predictions about the end of cable news are just as inaccurate as what Derek Thompson wrote about Fox, which obviously turned out to be very wrong back in 2016. According to Schaefer, cable news possesses phenomenal staying power for a lot of reasons, but namely because the people that watch it, older voters who are tuning into droves, whether they're liberal, they tend to watch MSNBC and CNN, or whether they're conservative, they tend to watch Fox News. And they're not they're going to keep this alive because older voters are the most reliable constituency in terms of who's actually going to vote. So he writes that the assertions of cable news vulnerability 
were not without evidence, right? He, he talks about the audience getting being old and getting older, rapidly moving, uh, a lot of their viewers rapidly moving to the cemetery. The, the people getting rid of cable, which is also very real, uh, changing technology, giving audiences new choices. You know, a lot of the shows that I watch, you know, aren't on cable. In fact, on cable news, I only watch one show, and that's once a week. So if cable news were to buy the farm, as so many predict, the consequences would be very dramatic, much more so than any of these harbingers of doom have plotted it out. So think about the world before MSNBC and Fox News. Politics in America was mostly a regional journalistic endeavor. It would go only national in the year or so before the presidential election. People in Congress, like uh, Matt Gates, would be ignored by the press. And they discovered that by going on cable news, they could acquire influence and build political power within their parties. Cable has become the place, this is what Jack Schaefer writes, that candidates toss their hats into the ring, where they launch trial balloons for new policies, where the debates that once took place in House and Senate chambers are often now conducted under studio lights, and where evidence to impeach presidents is first presented, and where Supreme Court nominees are first vetted. So in many ways... Cable news, especially MSNBC and Fox, have become the 21st century equivalents of the 19th century newspaper industry. Now, this is the first column that I have read which says basically this.